Hello and welcome to Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy, episode 230. Here we are. It's a lot yeah. of episodes. It's a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes about a lot of nothingness, a little mm-hmm. bit of somethingness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is That's probably what, what today is going to be too. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so last week we had yes. three very important questions. And so I posted those questions on Instagram. And in the first 12 hours, I okay. can tell you what the results are. Okay, let's let's hear this of our of our questions. So okay. question number one was when washing dishes, do you fill a sink of water or do you let the water run? said they fill a sink of water, and 56% said they let the water run. Wow. I know. Although, I will tell you that Tim sent me a voice note to explain to me why he picked I let the water run. (laughs) Because he said justify it. He said that when he's washing dishes, he said, usually I'm just washing like a bowl and a spoon. So he said, I just like run the water a little bit, get my little, because he he said he's also a sponge user. He's like, I get the sponge wet. I turn the water off. I like wash the bowl out and then I rinse it. And I was like, okay. I'm sorry. He doesn't, he does not present as a sponge person. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is. However, he identifies as a sponge person. I I guess, I guess he does, whether he presents that way or not. Uh, so that was question one question two if you wear pjs do you wash them after every use wash them every few days or wash them once a week sandy 24 percent of people said they wash them after every use wow wow a quarter of the people who answered wash ever wash pjs after every use 65% 65% said they wash every few days, and then 12% said once a week. Okay. So that is sort of what I would have expected. And then yeah. the last one was bath towels. Do you yes. wash them after every oh. use, or do you let them hang to dry and reuse? Okay. 88% said let them hang to dry and reuse. Oh, um, thank goodness. Only 12% said that they wash after every use. Okay, that must have been my kids. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably yeah i think the only one that would maybe would have answered would have been brock but yeah <laughs> so there there you have it there you have it so so for the most part we are doing the same as the people okay so we're just average i guess okay i guess we're average <laughs> it's funny i uh i was playing a game of would you rather with my french classes in the first week of school uh-huh. just as like you know introductory french you know activity that it's like it's the words are in french but it doesn't feel like too daunting or like learning french because it's just would you rather questions yeah. and so they get to vote on each one and one of the questions was would you rather uh, be the same as everyone else, or would you rather be different? Okay. And so there was one class that they all like held up their answers, and every single answer, every single person's answer said they'd rather be different. Oh. And, so, 
And so then one of the girls in the class, and these this was my grade three class, so this yeah. is an eight-year-old. An eight-year-old says, but we're all being the same right now. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, you are very clever. Well done. Very. She's, she's like, she's, she's like, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> Which I'm not right now. <laughs> just make, just making connections, just firing yes. on all cylinders. Oh, that's it. Firing on all cylinders. That's what you see. It sounds like, looks like. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the majority of people think that the same way, maybe as we do in this case. In this particular. We know we're not just being ridiculous about things. Right. Right. That that is the measure. We'd have to rethink things. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> that we've just let everybody know about, like, you know, some of our um, hygiene habits. Correct. Correct. <laughs> it's all out of. It's all a part of health and wellness. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, Sandy, you were yeah. telling me earlier today, but I need you to tell all of the people about this wonderful cauliflower hash dinner yeah. delectable dish that you made. Oh, it's so good. And it's like, seriously, I've been making it now for over a year. Anyways, literally, it is like half a head of cauliflower. Mm hmm. I add like a leek, a sliced up leek. Sometimes, and I add other vegetables if I've got them in there. So I've often added mushroom. Last night was uh, some Brussels sprouts that have been cut up into like quarters. Mm -hmm. And then you take a teaspoon of turmeric okay. and a half a teaspoon of cumin mm -hmm. and olive oil. Mm -hmm. And you toss all of that, mm -hmm. and then you put it into like a like a frying pan or whatever, the, or a roasting pan that can go into the oven. Okay. Does it have to be like a skillet so that you can do it on the stove and in the oven, or it's just no. a, it's just a, like a baking sheet? No, I would do it in a skillet, but it, everything is done in the oven. Okay. So so it needs to be something that has more of a lip than a than a than Yeah, a kind of. I mean, you could do a cookie sheet to be honest with you because but, when I because so you do that for 20 minutes to 400 to okay. get everything all nice and tender. You take it out and then you crack. You you're supposed to like make little wells, but I never make a little well. I just like crack the eggs on top. So Phil and I will have two eggs each. Mm -hmm. So then I put the eggs on there and then it goes back into the oven until the eggs cooked enough. Like I try to get it soon enough so it's still a little runny. Okay. And how, about how long is that? Mm, maybe 10 minutes. Okay. And then take it out. But what you also make in between when all of this is happening is you take some uh, Greek yogurt, some fresh parsley, um, and some uh, one clove of garlic chopped up and some lemon juice. And you mix that all up. And then you spread that on the bottom of the plate. And then when you have the stuff ready, you take it out of the pan and you place it on top of that. Oh. But last I night. I about the little yogurt yeah, dip. It's, yeah. It's very nice. And um, so last night, though, as I was telling you about it, I was like, well, and I had these chickpeas that I had cooked the other day. So I was like, oh, I'm going to add some chickpeas. So I threw some chickpeas in when I had them at the point when I put the eggs in to give it a little bit more. Mm. And as I was saying it, I was like, yeah, Sandy, but the chickpeas that you soaked the other day and then cooked yesterday were because you were going to make hummus with it. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and I was like, 
I'm chewing chickpeas like, like you know, <laughs> nilly willy everywhere. I'm putting some in my salad. I'm putting some in with the cauliflower hash. Like it's just a free for all here. <laughs> and there was no hummus made. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, at least the at least the chickpeas got used. They did. So, anyways, anyways, but this is one you don't need a lot of prep time. It's so easy to make. It's in one pan. Yeah. It's if you want to do like a one veg night or something, mm-hmm. it's like the perfect fit. But it's also super delicious. Like Phil and I both really, really like it a lot. So I need to I need to try it. I have yet to try that recipe. But every time you talk about it, I think to myself, I would really like that. Yeah. I just have yet to do it. It's so good. The other one I'm going to make is the other one that really is good is the stuffed eggplant one. And I know you're just not an eggplant person, but it's no. lentils and eggplant, but it's so good. Yeah. I, I really, I'm really not that fond of eggplant, but I think, I think we've talked about that particular recipe on the podcast yeah. like ages ago, uh, mm-hmm. because what I should do is I should make the lentil filling and then stuff yeah. something else. Like, because, like stuff a zucchini, stuff a squash, or a a stuff of pepper, you yeah. know, like any of those things I would like. Yeah. I just am not that fussy on eggplant. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't, the, a lot of people don't like it because of the texture, right? But you actually take the middle of the stuff out because that's part of the filling. Right. So it's just the outside of the uh, eggplant. And maybe, maybe that's why I haven't done it yet because the innards of the eggplant are the filling. Like that's why I haven't just made the filling. Yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't really know because it's also a lot of lentils and there's some raisins in it and there's some vegetable broth, I think in it too. So there's other stuff that's in that filling, but, but anyways, I mean, if, yeah, if it's, if the eggplant is the, is the man um, and it's cut so small, the eggplant that's in there that mm. you don't really get that feeling, but it gives you the moisture you need. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, anyways, also super delish. Well, I continue to be on my grilling vegetables on the barbecue kick. Mm. And I love my little like grilling basket that I got. It's so, it's so quick and easy. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Just roasting everything. Broccoli, cauliflower, uh, zucchini, peppers, carrots, yep. Brussels sprouts, green mm-hmm. beans, like you name it, it's going in. It's going in the basket. Throw <laughs> it in the basket, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'd be nice because because it's so close to the door, you'd be able to even in the winter do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, mean, I don't see myself stopping the barbecuing anytime soon. Did I? I don't know. If, I think I. I don't know if I've told you this. We might need okay. to cut this out. Okay. Did I tell you about the conversation I'd had with someone and then I had said that I really don't like when I I tell people something and then they don't remember it and they bring this conversation up again? Okay, so you never told me. Did I tell you that story? So you have told me that story. I'm not sure if you've talked about that on the podcast before. Okay, so for people, like, I don't think I'm alone in this, but you know there are times when you have conversations with people and they may be like semi-vulnerable, like, you know, things that you're either upset about or worried about or whatever. And then the next time you see that person, you know, they don't say anything about it or ask you about it. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But maybe it comes up in conversation or they say something related and then you're like, oh yeah, remember blah, 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 blah. And they're like, no, you didn't tell me. I mean, and I had a one situation in particular where there were two women and I actually was crying as I was sharing. And like, right. it wasn't like an, an easy thing. And it, and it was clearly, I was upset about it, but I am a crier, but I, it was, I yeah. was upset. But it also, as the person like, witnessing that story being told it's not one that you would quickly forget you would think. Well, you would think exactly you would think <laughs> so so anyways recently I had been out for lunch with someone and we were talking about stuff and that and that came up and I was like oh I just really don't like like if I've told somebody something you know like I, I said I also recognize that I remember a lot like I remember a lot of details about people I remember yeah. if they've told me that something is happening on a specific date it is not out of the norm for me to message that person on that day mm-hmm. to say even if it was two weeks ago that I found out mm-hmm. or I didn't know them that well I just remember stuff yeah. anyways that person I was out with phoned me and like an hour after we like we'd left and everything and said, I was just really thinking about what you had said. And if I've ever done that, I just wanted to apologize, whatever. And I wasn't saying it that day, even in the conversation, because the person had done it. Yeah. Total, totally. Yeah, had yeah, done yeah. It. yeah. 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 Um, and anyways, fast forward to um, yesterday, I was having something, I, some testing and stuff done. And I had told some women friends and literally yesterday, like every single person that I had told, I woke up or and during the day messages came through with those people saying something. And so Phil had said, oh, did so-and-so. And I said, Phil, I woke up this morning. I go, and this is the thing is because I like, I'm friends with people who also remember these things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is why I have a hard time with if people are not asking or invested like I I have yeah. a hard time with that instead of maybe yeah I don't know I just I could just be like oh okay well I'm just need to accept that that person's never going to remember anything and that's just the kind of friendship you're going to have but I just can't no. <laughs> <laughs> but but and but how are you like what do, are you the same like does that something that would turn you, you mean oh I was say, do you mean I'm am I the same in that I often forget things that people have told me no no of course not because you don't forget things once in a while we all forget things like, yeah I, I'm because, like, Damn it. because I mean for sure I'm sure there are things that I've forgotten altogether but often I, what I will have is I'll be like I'll remember that there was something significant or like even even if it wasn't significant like sometimes yeah. you'll have told me that you know something was happening on Thursday and yeah. then like it will be Tuesday and I'll be like what was happening on Thursday something was happening on Thursday and, and so then yeah. I'll just message you and be like yeah what was happening on Thursday did you tell exactly. me that am I making this up you know so I mean sometimes I do that but but no, I, I think I'm fairly good at if people have told me things I remember. But but I think that that's something that I, I think it's something that I learned at home. Like I think mm. both of my parents are very good at following up on things, and so maybe that's just a, a habit that I've that I've picked up that way because because I do know that not everyone is like that. Yeah. 
not everyone yeah. is is sort of paying attention in in the fact that not that they're not necessarily paying attention but that they won't necessarily follow up with you about things right right yeah um does it bother me when other people don't follow up i think it doesn't bother me as much as it does you yeah um but it doesn't no that, that's but see it what do, it doesn't bother me if someone doesn't follow up or ask about something it does when they're in a conversation and they're like you never told me that when i full oh. out told you that i, I mean out had a meltdown yeah i okay so that would bother me only because it would make me feel like like you are telling me the wrong thing like like that like I'm I know that I've told you this and now you're saying that I never told you it but I know that I did and so now you're making mm. me like like doubt myself like I, I would no I wouldn't like that I wouldn't like yeah that. well I also it means that you weren't really paying attention or listening for sure to the conversation for and sure. when it was something that was like you know regardless what? yeah okay you know what happens to me sometimes when I'm talking to people that are, but th this is also like, and this is, this is why I feel very strongly about the vocabulary related to friendship. Uh, there aren't a lot of people in my life that I, that I would call friends. Like I, uh, I, uh, I think okay. I use the word acquaintance more than anyone else I've ever heard in my life. Like, okay. Like everyone else is just talking about their friends and I'm not like, like I will, I will say like, oh, I met with an acquaintance or like what, and, and people are like, okay. Like, and I know that people look at me weird and they think it's funny that I call other people acquaintances, but yeah. I just really feel like there is, there's a differentiation between a person that I'm going to call my friend and mm -hmm. a person who's an acquaintance. And like, and it, like, I have many acquaintances in many different areas of my life and they're all in many cases, people that I really enjoy spending time with, but like, yeah. but also we're not friends. Like we're not yeah. quite that level. And, and it's just, it's the words that I use to differentiate. I think other people might say like, you know, a close friend versus a social friend or you know, whatever you want, you know, or like, you know, if you're talking about like your inner circle or your outer circle or whatever. Yeah. Right. But I just feel like, because if I were having a conversation with a friend, this is not going to happen. But in conversations with acquaintances, I often find that a question, like they'll ask me a question. And so then I'll start like telling an answer and then I'll like get to a certain point and then they'll like ask a different question. But like, I haven't even answered the first question. Like I'm yeah. just telling you something, you know, like, or, or like I'm in the middle of something and then they'll say something completely unrelated and start like going on a tangent about whatever. And I'm like, okay, so noted, you don't care to hear about that or yeah. you know, like, and so yeah. like every time that happens, I'm like, okay, all right. So you're not, so you asked me that question, but you're not actually interested in the answer. Right. That's interesting, you know? And like, does it bother me? Sometimes it does. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, well, clear, clearly I was too long-winded. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. but sometimes it bothers me because sometimes I, th like, I think to myself, like, okay, but you asked me. Yeah. You asked me for the information that you're not interested in hearing. Why bother asking? Yeah. You know, so yeah. that does happen to me. Yeah.
Yeah. And also having to take into consideration that in the example you've just used, some people are are better listeners than other people. For sure. Right. And some people just are are just because of the way that they interact socially or asking a bunch of questions, but they're not really gathering the information. It's not staying. It's mm-hmm. just it's just filling space, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I just like thinking as you just went on this large um, <laughs> explanation about the difference between an acquaintance and a friend. So I think that you would consider me a friend. So. I'm pretty confident to think that you would, because if you two, if 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 your acquaintances know the stuff I know, then then I don't know what friends know, and I need to know. <laughs> Tim needs to tell me because no, I'm no, no, you you no, I'm I'm not I'm not telling my acquaintances the things that I'm telling you, Sandy. <laughs> I'm pretty confident in that, but um, I. I am cautious about the term friend. I I think I am. I know that there are people that I would just be, oh, someone that I know. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll have like a nickname for them or like, you know, when I was talking about different people. But but, but, I, but I think but I think for you to say like, oh, a person that I know or someone that I know, like that yeah. that that works for me. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I I do say that about some people because they're not my friends. No. You know. They don't know, and they don't know enough about me. I don't spend enough time with them. We don't have back and forth communication, or at one point did, even though now we don't live or like our lives have. We we're not in the same geographical space, so we don't spend as much time together. So maybe we don't correspond as frequently. But I mean that that's kind of bullshit too, because I talk to you every day. But um. yeah, yeah. Well, and that's I was just thinking that too. Like I think there is a piece of like a friendship requires time and like ability to communicate on the, like on a regular basis. But I don't think it, I don't think that's a necessity. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it, I think it's an advantage and I Mm -hmm. think in many cases it's uh, a benefit. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a benefit, but I don't think it's, and I think maybe in some cases it is a necessity, but not in all, because yeah. I think there are some friendships that long periods of time can go by. And, and then when you do have time together, it, you just like fall right back into the same rhythm that you had before. But you don't have those kind of connections with people. If at some point in your life, you did not invest a lot of time Yes, with that so at, person. at some point that time Correct. needed to be invested. Yes, yes, yes I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what we need sometimes the like the the tether that we have to friends is a shorter like, you know, the, we're we're more closely tethered to people at different points in our life. For sure. You know? yeah, and for so, sure. but it, but it's never but it's still attached. So you can still yes. kind of pull it in when you need to, and when when yeah. you don't, they just kind of float out there and. Space <laughs> and friendship space. That's a it's a good analogy though. It's a good analogy. <laughs> anyway, this person in particular, I did not tell about going to for this medical uh, checkup that I needed yesterday. She was not one of the people. That I told. Not one of the people who needed to know. No, nor no. did she. Nor no, would she have I even. Nor would to... she have even remembered if you told her. 
Yeah. So I was just like, let's just, because then I just would have been annoyed about it. So let's just let it be where it is. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Oh, however, though, when I saw this person from coming back from Canada, first thing she says is, I'm all ears. Tell me everything. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. So that's nice. So, she, you know, trying to, trying to make a step forward in the relationship. Yeah. Even that's though good. the conversation, when I said it, I wasn't specifically talking about her in that case. It was actually speaking about something else, but yeah, it apply. So, yeah. So, so that's good. And it's yeah. good that she, it's good that she recognized that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so <laughs> it was all fine. Yeah. 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 Um, did you happen to listen to the episode on food we need to talk about exercise? Yes, I did. Exercise and the brain. Exercise and the brain. Yes. Yes, Yes, I did. Okay. Well, I found it. Uh, I was, I was, as I was listening and fading in and out because I was like, what is this woman talking about? I was like, that's okay. Because Henny will remember. Click. (laughs) But there's a lot of, there was a lot of interesting things that, you know, this woman is studying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Food We Need to Talk is a podcast we've spoken about before. And every week when, almost every week they have a guest speaker on and, and the guest is always a researcher or an expert in a specific field and it was I liked the way that they set up the topic because they like the two podcast hosts said you know exercise is something we frequently talk about because when we're talking about our overall physical health we often talk about exercise exercise is important for uh, strength and stability it's important for um, your, you know, your physical, uh, like even your balance and your physical awareness. It's important for cardiovascular health. Like there are so many things about exercise that are important for your physical health. But the way that they were positioning the conversation based on the expert that they had coming in was what are the impacts of exercise, not only on your physical health, but also on your mental health? Yeah. And, and I think we know that, like, I think even just anecdotally, like thinking about your own self, I I think, I think most people probably, I, I hope that I'm, I mean, I'm definitely making a generalization, but I hope that I'm not putting words into people's mouths. But I think that most people would recognize that moving their body typically has a positive, like mood boosting kind of feeling. Right. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I think that, that that link, whether we understand why it happens or not, is another thing. But I think most of us would recognize if I move my body, that is going to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. You know? But what was interesting about having this particular expert on the, the podcast to talk was she was talking about specific research that she was doing with the type of activity, the intensity of activity, yeah. the length, like the duration of an activity mm-hmm. and how it, int- like how it um, impacted Impact. people, mm-hmm. the people's brains specifically yeah. related to people who may experience um mental health disorders, including anxiety and depression. Yeah. And, P- and, and, P- and PTSD. And PTSD. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 
So, so that was quite fascinating to, and so then she started, like, she had quite a bit of jargon in some of her talk about different, the way that your brain works and the, the, you know, the neurons and the, and the, uh, the SSRIs, which are the, the, uh, like inhibitors, the the blockers, right. That when you're trying, when you're, you know, that might be related to these mental health disorders. And so she was talking a lot about those sorts of things, but at the, at the end of it, Really, what she was saying was um, a little bit of activity is Mm -hmm. going to improve your overall mood. Right. It gives you a little boost. And, And she said a little bit as in 10 minutes. Yeah. Right? And so she said, you know, it's not about, you know, having to put together an hour long workout. It's not about, you know, having to get to the gym. She said, truly, you know, um, going outside for a walk on your lunch break is enough to really, to actually physically make a change in your brain. Mm -hmm. And so if you've ever had the experience of maybe going outside for a walk on your lunch break, and then you came back from lunch and you thought, Ooh, okay, I feel a little bit better. I'm ready to like, you know, go back to the day. If you had that, that, like that subjective experience yourself, there was actually something physically happening in your brain to make you feel that way. Like it wasn't just a fluke. That is actually what happens. Yeah. 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 It was, she talked also about even increasing intensity for short bursts. So that was interesting because one of the questions that they asked her was, you know, if activity is so good for your brain, what about people who are experiencing uh, like loss when it comes to brain activity? And so they were talking specifically Mm -hmm. about people who are aging. So, you know, as we, as we get older, maybe our memory skills are not quite as great. Maybe our processing speed is a little bit slower, but then also, you know, you might talk about people who are experiencing dementia or forms of Alzheimer's or things like that. And, and she said, I think she said, when you're not talking about uh, like a, a dementia or a, or a, you know, a specific, uh, you know, disorder that your brain is experiencing. When you're just talking about a person who is aging, who is experiencing like a little bit of brain fog or whatever it might be, she said the number one thing for that population is to do some sort of uh, like change in intensity of activity. And so she was yeah. talking about, uh, she, I can't even remember what the name was, although I've heard this name before because I remember at one point in WW we talked about it, but it's this idea of when you're like, let's say you're out for a walk, you know, and you get to a certain point on your walk and then you say, okay, so for the, from here to that street, I'm going to walk just a little bit faster. And yeah. then you go back to your regular pace. And then you think, okay, from here to that fire hydrant, I'm going to go a little bit faster, you know, yeah. or it's a time, right? Okay. For the next three minutes, I'm going to walk faster. And then, yeah. you know, and then I'm going to slow down. And she said, changing that up mm-hmm. had a real impact on, on, on brain activity. It was, it was like bursts. It was energy bursts or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Said. yeah, yeah. And so I think with something like that, 
I think you're, you're focused on something. I think that must be some of it too, you know, that you're, you're yeah. concentrating on something, you're focusing on something. And then if you're changing it a little bit, then you're, you're causing yourself to do a little bit of cognitive yes. work, right? Yeah. Because you have to pay attention to, okay, I'm going a little bit faster. I'm going a little bit slower. What I'm, I'm making my strides a little bit longer or shorter yes. or whatever the changes that you're making. Right. You know, and then, and then I think too, what happens with any sort of bursts of activity or bursts of energy, you know, your body responds to that differently too, right? You, mm -hmm. you might breathe a little bit heavier, your, your heart is pumping a little bit harder, you know, like, and so those kinds of changes are positive for us as well. Yeah. The other thing she mentioned too, was if you're doing weight training was that to, if you're, I don't know, doing something with weights for 10 minutes, then maybe you increase the weight. It may be shorter in duration, but there is more force, or not more force, but, mm -hmm. but you're, you're stressed. You're, that's yeah, a bad word, more, but it's like, yeah, more resistance. Thank you. Yes. Um, by doing that. And she, they talked about, you know, people that have the same trainer and the, and that they're like, oh, they, and they don't change the, the activity. Like the trainer is doing exactly the same things with them all the time and how really the joy of it becomes the conversation and the relationship that they have with the person rather than the actual activity. Mm -hmm. And even though the activity is, is good. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's interesting because, I mean, I, as she said it, I was like, oh man, we've had Diego for like four, four and a half years almost, you know, yeah. same trainer, but he changes, he has changed things up as we've gone along, you know, um, mm -hmm. but there is something to be said about, you do kind of get into the routine. Mm -hmm. So, but well, actually before that, Phil went to the gym and at one point in his life, he'd go to the gym and he did the same workout every single time he went. Right. Nothing different, nothing, nothing, always the same order, say it because he knew how much time it was and all of this. Well, with Diego, now you see the impact on his body, like his like muscles, like sometimes I'm like, what is happening over there? You know, like, because, oh, thank you, <laughs> his muscles, because he's been challenged in different ways, which he would never have gone and got a heavier weight. He would have been yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to do this. It's like anything. My most yeah. Not have the self motivation to exert anything more without having somebody telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. Competition with somebody else, yeah, some Pu else pushing, there. pushing you pushing for one you. more. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, you have a conversation with yourself about, no, I'm working hard enough. I'm feeling yeah. tired. I'm just gonna leave, you know, and without finishing off. So yeah, I mean, it was it was actually very very interesting. There was a lot of conversation too about lactic acid. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what it was about. Well, it's they were. Like, it's usually a negative thing that you have when you're like running yeah. or doing something is to have that excess lactic acid buildup yeah. in your body. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she was just saying that it's not necessarily an, it's an, it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's part of the process. Like it's part of the cycle. And yeah. it's so in, in fact, in many cases is necessary, right? Like yeah. you know, if you're going to move your body in a particular way, you're going to, your body is going to produce this lactic acid. Right. And, and so that, so I think she was just um, making sure that people weren't worried about that. Mm. Yeah. Because I think that happens too with anything Okay. With anything that you <laughs> know 
to be good for you to do, yeah. but that you don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. It's very yeah. easy to like sort of nitpick these little like, well, but I heard, you know, that maybe you shouldn't do this because of this and this and this, but it's like, okay, no, no, no. Like, first of all, you probably didn't get the full story. Second of yeah. all, maybe what you heard is completely wrong anyway. And third of all, if it's a if it's a case of pros and cons, the pros far outweigh the cons. So yeah. we're just sort of, you know, telling ourselves a story to get out of doing something that we don't want to do. Right? Which I guess <laughs> yeah. the solution for that is either just do it or mm-hmm. If, it, if you really don't want to do it, then you have to find something else to do that is going to get you the same result or the same benefit. Yeah. You know, like if I don't, if I really don't want to eat eggplant, I mean, then I can yeah. eat zucchini. Like, you know, it, yes. it's not a case of I really don't want to eat eggplant. Guess I'll eat the chocolate cake. You, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and yet that's the kind of thinking that I think we often get ourselves into. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are, you know, other more appropriate substitutions yeah. to make, right? Yeah. It was interesting. It was an interesting listen. And she has a book, right? She's, that's why she was on there, I think, really just. Yes, this, the also, expert. And she worked yeah. out of McMaster, she works out of McMaster University. She in does. Yeah. So I liked that too. Yeah. They often have guests that are work out of Mac. Yeah. So well, because they're, they're a Canadian podcast, right? Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even know that. I, mm-hmm. I know that he's a professor, but mm-hmm. I thought they were in the U.S. I don't oh. think so. Oh, I mean, maybe I'm saying the wrong thing. I don't think so. I think they're Canadian. Okay. And so okay. that, well, that, that makes more sense, right? Why they would be connected. <laughs> well, that makes 100%. percent. Totally Why they would be connected to Canadian universities, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although in the realm of, especially in the realm of health related to children, McMaster is, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it is, it is world renowned. It's not just a, it's not just a little Canadian university. That's, that is true. That's very, very true. Very true. Okay. All right, honey. So because this is, you're going to laugh. So this is completely different. This is like, because we, um, uh, you know, are knowing that we will be like moving at some point in the nearer future than before, which is abstract. So we've started making a list of like things that we need to get rid of, some things we can sell because there's quite an active buy and sell group within the expat community here, especially because people are coming and going all the time and things don't get used very frequently or people aren't here for a long time and don't want to buy what a million reasons. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, I, I went and made a list and then Phil's like, Oh yeah. And then we forgot a couple of things, but then I had, I had a couple of things I had like, um, there was a couple of puzzles because people, I said, look at this woman is selling stuff. It's like for five soles. So five soles is, I don't know, like a dollar 50. Okay. So she's selling stuff and people are buying all this stuff, you know, okay. so they're actually like giving your money, coming to pick it up at her house and all this, oh, and wow. okay. leave it, whatever. So anyway, it's like, okay, well, I have a couple of puzzles and puzzles here are actually quite pricey. Like, I mean, I know puzzles can be pricey, but yeah, like, these yeah, are not yeah they can be good quality puzzles. Like these are just like regular puzzles and I might have to pay like 40 Canadian dollars for a puzzle. So I was like, huh, I wonder if I can sell any of these things. Like I've got 
two puzzles there. So I'm like, I'll pay 25 soles, which is about 10 bucks. I had that on there. I had a book on there. So anyways, this is the funny part. So we okay. have, because Phil has sold quite a bit of stuff on it, because it also goes to Marketplace. So as soon as you post it on the Facebook expat group, it goes directly to Marketplace. Okay. So then you're opening it up to seven Anyone. people. Okay. Right. So, so anyways, there, we had a couple of stools. So first there was a discussion about what you call them. And I said to Phil, well, it's like a footstool. But he's like, no, it's a, it's a poof. I said, Phil, do you even know what a poof is? I've never heard the word poof used to describe a footstool-like object. But, but it is used. If you Google it, like a P-O-O-F, yeah. you will see, you will like see images. Poof, it's stuff. gone. Like poof, it's gone. Yeah, it's like a poof. Like someone has like poofy There's the hair. question for today. Do we know what a poof is? Okay. <laughs> I said, Phil, that is not poof. That is like a stool. It could be an ottoman. It is, it is like you, because it's, it's tufted on top and it's stuffed on the top. So you can use it as a seat also. Right. And they, they're like square, uh, like they're squares. We had two of them made. They were very cute. I had them done in like a gray fabric that had like London, like all Berlin, like all different cities and stuff all over it. Okay. Right. However, when I, when I had my ankle surgery, one of them I used outside to keep my foot up all the time and Mr. Golden's son faded it. So uh... that one's just been thrown in the back and the other one we don't even use, but it's just, it's just, it's out. So in the house. So anyway, I said to Phil, oh, so I, I went and took it because it was for some reason sitting in, in the laundry room. So I had put it at the top of the stairs and he said, well, what do you do? I said, just, just throw it in the garbage. He goes, no, I think someone might buy it. I said, God, Phil, really? It's all faded and everything, but it's faded evenly. So you wouldn't know it's faded. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's just okay. lighter. It's just a lighter color. <laughs> so Phil puts it, Phil, Phil puts it on for 25 soles. Okay. So now he's put that those things on and then I've put a couple of I actually put my my long dresses on to see if I can sell them anyway okay so literally Phil's phone is like on fire he's like what in the actual hell is happening here because he I I'm gonna guess he had 60 to 70 people have messaged him about this poof <laughs> that you were just gonna get rid of and not even sell and then he's annoyed because people just keep, keep asking. But then he said, they keep saying, is this still available? But now I know why. Because if you go on to Marketplace, automatically when an item comes up, you can just hit that. It's, it's already pre-populated there. Is this still available? And you can just send it. So people, I think, are just opening and going, sending, 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 sending. Anyways, for this $25, when is it available? Can I come to pick it up here? What's this? What's that? Asking questions feels like, oh, my God. I said, I was going to throw it in the garbage, Phil. <laughs> Well, someone you just, should have picked it up out front of the house. Like no you could kidding. Have just put it up front, and someone would have picked it up. Mm -hmm. But no, you would. So now it's a game. Now it's a game. Literally, it's it sold. This morning, he says, "Can you bring it down and leave it downstairs with um, Jorge? Someone's coming to pick it up between eleven and three. And so I started laughing. Now one of one of the puzzles did sell too, and I was like, "Oh, okay, twenty five okay. dollars puzzle." Yeah, so, anyways, she was coming today too to pick it up. We left it downstairs, but I go to take the dog out for a walk this afternoon, and mm -hmm. I, as I'm walking down, I'm looking and I see outside a, a motorcycle with some guy with duct tape, not uh, duct tape, um, 
uh, clear tape. Packing he is taping. Tape. He's packing. Ta he's taping it onto the back of his motorcycle. There's my stool. I wish I'd had my phone. <laughs> I didn't bring it, so I could have taken a photo because it was so funny to watch. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love Anyways. it. Okay. So I looked up poof. Yeah. And it says, in most cases, poofs are used for extra seating. So you might see a few around the living room coffee table. Yeah. But some people also use poofs as a place to rest their feet as they sit on the couch, while other use them, others use them as small end tables. Yes, you could use it as that too. And so then it says it, oh, it says it's a cushioned pillow-like seat that is low to the ground. And so then I was like, okay, but what's the difference between an ottoman and a poof? Yes. Okay, tell me. So this one says, hmm, this doesn't really say. This is like, it says ottomans have morphed into more, like into being more than a footrest or extra seating. In, in many cases, ottomans have storage. Like, so like, the, oh, yes. like it opens yep. or that they're just like, they're larger, they're larger in size. Yes. But I guess a poof is a type of Ottoman. I, ah, yeah. it says, no, here it says Ottomans are firmer and less pillowy. Um, some poofs can even be more like an oversized pillow than anything else. It also says most <laughs> Ottomans have legs that raise them slightly. That makes sense. That's the difference, I think. Where where's a poof sits flat on the ground? Uh, that, makes, that makes okay. Sense to me. That and that's that is what the case is. I have where, a couple of of Ottomans. Whereas an Ottoman has like little has legs. legs right? It so has it, little it legs. Is, like it's just off the ground. Got okay. It. Fair, fair enough. Okay. Fair okay. Enough. Well, and so you are making the big making the big bucks. Making the big bucks is like <laughs> ridiculous. ridiculous. Selling all your stuff. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a list of stuff, but I mean, I'll first try and give it away to certain people. Um, but yeah. the problem too is that Phil's like, yeah, but if we give it to some, they're just going to sell it. I said, well, do you really care? Like, I mean, that's the thing at the end of the day, you know, I mean, and I'm the person that takes something back. I spent $3 if I'm not going to use it to Costco to get my three bucks back because I'm not going to use it as a waste. Wasn't a deal, but I can't right. use it. And and the thing is, if you're gonna give something to someone, I mean, it's like it's like a gift, right? Like when yes. you give something to a person, yeah, you know, it's it's up to them how they use it. Exactly. You exactly. Know? But there is that's I mean, it's there is a huge market for that kind of stuff, like in in different areas, right? Which I don't care. I mean, if someone could make some money off of it, I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, you were gonna get rid of it anyway. Yeah. But right now we're just having a game. So now we're keeping a log and a tally. Maybe we'll go and have a dinner on on all our right. We'll find it. Where can we go eat from all of our? I mean, I think that could be really fun. <laughs> it's like a little slush fund. Yeah. It fills fills as a first. He goes, all right, okay. What does he call it? He has a term for people. Anyway, I forget what it was now. <laughs> I'm not lowering the. Is is that firm? I just put it up an hour ago. I he goes. This guy doesn't doesn't reduce the price till it's been there a week, and then I start every week going down until it's gone. And like also, <laughs> if you're putting something up for like a minimal amount already, yes, the price is firm. He's the one that has to go through all the aggravation because I, these people are are often replying in Spanish, right? Do you have a security system? What is no. happening? 
No, you. It's your um, smoke detector. Yeah, I think that was my. I think that was my smoke alarm. Yeah, as a the battery maybe needs replacing. I wonder. Even if they're hardwired, they still have a battery, right? Yes, so, yes, yes. I do know that. Yeah. But that's what it sounds wow. like. Wow, that has never happened before. Well, I mean, because I've lived here so long. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. But there was actually like lights behind you. Did you see it? It was like I know. It was like a strobe light. I know. So I wonder if it'll be like in a few minutes. Maybe there's a time release, and then it's going to do it again until it gets to the point where it's continuous. <sighs> I'm going to have to see what that's about. I'm leaving this in. So all of you who are listening, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that or not, but there was like a beeping and a light flashing and then some voice this, talking. There was strobe lights. It was like a whole, whole show going on there. Of course they can hear it because it was like ear piercing. I know. But I'm, my leaving end. I'm leaving it in. Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, I will I will keep you up to date on on just like you know our our cash flow situation regarding our our selling <laughs> the of thing the things that you're selling. Okay, so here's the for me the thing with selling stuff like that is yeah. it has to like whatever money you're making from selling it has to be worth the aggravation, like you said, of doing the actual selling. So yeah. the good thing is, is that people are coming to pick up from you. Like you don't have to go and drop things oh, off yeah. of them, right? Like they're coming yeah. to pick up from you. And because of your living situation, you can leave something yes. with the concierge. And so you yeah. don't even have to do the, like the exchange, right? No. And because it's, so easy here and things like uh you, you can send like yeah, an uber or cabify or these motorcycle taxi things super cheap so people will, are literally just doing that and sending stuff ah so it's not even the people who want it themselves that are picking no, it up not, not necessarily not necessarily no. interesting yeah, yeah. Mm. well when you make things easy then people yeah. do it I know we have that round couch, which I really would love to keep, but I just don't have a place for it. And I didn't get to use it in this apartment because it was it for a specific space in the other apartment. And I just never had never had a reason to go down and use it like where it was now used to be in the bedroom that you slept in. So that's oh, where it was. I see. I see and I, I did see. sit there a few times when I recorded with you. I sat on that couch. Right. But then when we had to put the second bed and when my dad and Graham and Alexandra were coming we had to move that out so it just sits there because it looks ridiculous it's just in the, well that room has no furniture anyways it's a big room with no yeah furniture. it's just it's sort of like in a hallway but it's too wide to be a hallway like it's actually a room what no it is a, yeah because they well the people that lived here all their kids had their bedrooms downstairs and that was their living space they're like uh, hangout gotcha. space gotcha so it was a tv room yeah 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 that makes uh, sense. entertainment room or something they would call it but it's dark because there's no like windows, like it's not a, it's not a really fun space. Like I, it's not a, a space I would want, but anyways, so it's just sat there, but it's a real pig to get in and out. So that's the other issue. I see. Um, so are you going to sell it? You think? Bill's trying to, we're trying to sell it now. Um, we've had a few people ask about it. Thing is it's brand new. Like it hardly got used. It's, yeah. it's in great shape for the right space. It would be, 
Right. Super fun. But it's a very oh. specific thing, right? Like a yeah. like a round couch is not something that just anyone yeah. wants. No, but I felt Naomi has one. My friend Naomi. My oh. friend Naomi <laughs> has one. Yes. And your actual and friend. My actual friend. And she had it for her bedroom at one point. And she, because, you know, she's like a little mite, she would just like curl all up on that little thing and yeah. like read and stuff on the weekends. And then in her second place, she had it. I don't know what she's done with it now. I didn't see it in the new place. Um but maybe it's back in the bedroom if there's if there's room. But that's when I saw that. I was like, that is the coolest thing. Yeah. And then well, how did I get one? I don't have a round couch or a poof, but I do <laughs> have a chair and a half. Yes. Which you is do. wider than a wing chair, but a little bit shorter than a love seat. And yeah. it has an ottoman with it. It does. I'm telling you, Sandy, it is the best little place. It's the same. It's like you can just curl up on it. It's like it's like an it's like an oversized chair, but not in like the pro the thing is like often when I think of oversized chair, I think that the chair like the arms are super like oversized yeah, or super yeah. tall or it's super high off the ground. It's none of yeah. those things. It's just like a yeah. super wide chair that you yeah. can like you can curl up in it or you can sit in it normally and you've got the ottoman so you can like even push the ottoman and the chair together so that yes. you have like a little square that you're sitting in. And I I sit there to do schoolwork. Like the last few weeks I've been sitting there to do schoolwork. I mean, it's, it's a great little space. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, I got to sit on it. I did. I enjoyed it too. It's very nice. And it's very comfy. Very comfy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, so now, I mean, at the end of it, uh, I think I'd have, we'd have to, if we can't get rid of it, we'll have to find, um, a donation place because I have a couple of beds also Emmeline might take them for the cottage if not mm -hmm. then they need to go also mm -hmm. um, but the one mattress I mean only you slept on it and my dad mm -hmm. that was it um, yeah so I mean it's it's great like it's in great yeah, condition it's in great condition but yeah. I don't need I feel, it so. no but I, f I feel like people would buy that they probably here they probably would buy yeah. that but I mean I'm just happy to to give those away if someone like maybe I can reach out to like one of the uh there's a an organization that um provides space for women and kids from abusive family mm -hmm. like, situations and mm -hmm. stuff maybe mm -hmm. or for them setting up at home maybe yeah and then we could be get nice. into them. But anyways, nice. we'll see what happens with that. It's not imminent when it becomes imminent. That's when there will be uh, yeah. run around to do things. So yeah. I have gone through all my cupboards. Yeah. Anyways. Lots of, lots of things to do. Lots but, of but, things. Yeah. And not a ton of time, but still enough time. Well, yeah, because we don't know what exactly the time is. Correct. Correct. You but just it know happens. that it's sooner than. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, well, it's sooner than never. Correct. It's sooner than <laughs> never. That it is. It's sooner than never. Which is kind of how it felt. <laughs> Which is exactly how it felt. I know. Yeah. I know. At least I'm leaving. I mean, there was that lull in the middle of this this whole thing where I was like, I just hate it here so much. I just mm. so unhappy. And so I'm glad that I'm, you know, to the point where I'm leaving and I don't hate everything about it. That's good. You know, 
Yeah. I mean, there are, there are lots of things that I will miss. Yeah. And that's, that's good. I mean, that's important too. Yeah. My therapist being my number one person. Yeah. So I will miss the most. Yeah. <laughs> She's just lovely. Oh, anyway, um, it's good. But. It's sort of like, I mean, what, there's a saying about that, you know, like about like quitting before. I don't know something about like like ending something before it yeah. gets too bad. You know, like like ends end something on a high, maybe. You know, like yeah. that, that. There's something about not waiting until or not being in a spot where things are so terrible and that like and that's because like you said it's it's that that's the the taste that's left in your mouth you know right whereas yeah. when you when you move on from something when it's still kind of good then yeah. at least it feels like you're making the decision to leave which I think always feels empowering and then it also yeah. feels like you know that yeah that you that you'll miss something as opposed to like yeah. being so glad that it's behind you yeah yeah yeah. I I mean there are lots of things I will miss but um not so enough to be like yeah I want to stay here no no you're you're ready to come home <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> I think that is perfectly fair but and remember, remind me that when I'm home and I'm like oh this is so frustrating it was so <laughs> easy I'll be like remember <laughs> Remember, yeah. you really wanted to come home. Remember the thi- the <laughs> things that you liked weren't enough to keep you there. Remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, access to healthcare, I that is going to be a shocker. Um, the uh, the grass is always greener. Absolutely, absolutely. But That's I am glad to leave on a on a uh, you know be in the good frame of mind leaving and not hating hated the whole time because I didn't hate the whole time. It's not the country. It's you know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 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 It's not the country. Blah, blah, it's not blah. the people. It's not the, the culture. It's, it's just the situation. It's a situation, which is, yeah. you know, I mean, I take 50% of the fault for that, for the, the language is mm-hmm. a lot of the reason why, but um, not the whole reason. <laughs> <laughs> like when the hot water doesn't work and I'm in the shower, that's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sandy, it was, as always, a delight to chat with you. It too, my friend. Uh, I'm sorry that you had to witness something alarming and beeping. It was, it was alarming. It was. <laughs> I, I, I will, uh, I, I will look investigate. Into that. Get investigate and <laughs> get it fixed before next time. Exactly. Do you know though that you can just phone your fire department? Brock says. People literally will phone and say, my fire thing is beeping. Can you come to help me change the battery? Yeah, they will supply the battery and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I also could just change the battery. Yeah, I know. But would you call the, would you call the fire department to come to your house to Never. do that? Never. No. <laughs> Rock's like, it's don't, so weird to me. Like, are older people, then I get it. We don't want I them up on a too. ladder. I get that too. Like, if I were in my 80s and I didn't really know what to do and, and, and life was hard enough, I mean, fine. But, like... I no, I can't imagine. Hmm. Yeah. Like firefighters have more important things to be doing than coming to change a battery in a smoke alarm. Well, on some days, yes, but not every day. Okay. All right then. Well, maybe I will call them. <laughs> all right, Jenny. Uh, it was great right. chatting with you. Thank you for teaching me all about poofs. 
Okay, you're very welcome. <laughs> Glad to be able to, you know, um, uh, enlighten you yeah. in the, the situation between the difference between a poof and an ottoman. Thank now you. we all thank, know. Thank, thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, friend. Enjoy your evening.